Hey, stop scrolling for a second. Okay, now that I've got your attention, I wanna share with you some good news and we all could use some good news. Am I right? We can use some good news in our lives. Well, I wanna ask you a question. Have you ever thought that Jesus not only gives us grace, but desires to give us grace? That among the layers of his power and sovereignty and authority, there is a heart for you. A heart that desires you and is willing to pull you in, not cast you out. You know, think about the difference between just doing something and instead doing something that you want to do. All right, let me give you an example. Let's say I invite you to a concert. Okay, I know that's kind of hard to picture right now, but just go with it. Uh, so let's say I invite you to a concert. I bought the tickets. All you have to do is show up. You might say yes, depending on if you, know, if you had other things going on or how busy your life was. Unless I told you, hey, I bought you tickets to see your favorite band tonight. All of a sudden, there is, an, there is a desire, an eagerness, an excitement, a willingness to go. When Jesus gives us grace, it's not a chore or an obligation. He doesn't do it with a shrug or, or with a bad attitude. Instead, when Jesus gives us grace, it's a reflection of his heart for us. He desires to give us grace. He, he's excited to do so. He doesn't do it with a shrug. He does it with an embrace. That's the heart of Christ. In Matthew 8, we see, we see two stories back to back where Jesus performs a miracle, one with a leper and one with a paralyzed man. And the leper asks him, he says, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus responds, I will. In the other story, Jesus is told of the paralyzed man and his response is, I will come and heal him. And so in both stories, when approached for healing, Jesus' response is, I will. The willingness of Christ to redeem and restore is a reflection of his heart. And we see that at the cross where he didn't die with disdain towards us, but compassion. And he didn't resurrect with, and I told you so, but to open the door to eternal life with the Father. And you might be watching this and you know, you've been a Christian your whole life and you know all that there is to know and you're thinking right now, yeah, Mike, like I knew all this already. If you're thinking that, you've missed it. You need Jesus right now in this very second just as much as you did yesterday or a year ago or when you were four years old walking into church with your grandma. And if we miss that, then our faith in Christ is stale and dead. The heart of Christ should be like dumping ice water on a sleeping faith. His heart should wake us up. You know, our faith originated by admitting our need for Christ and that was met with his willingness to meet that need. But our faith is now sustained by a continual admission of our need for Christ that is continually met with his willingness to meet it. And what the Spirit started in us, our flesh cannot finish. And so every day, we are in need of the heart of Christ. And his heart is not cold towards us. It is welcoming and gentle. And so in the moments of life where we wonder, Jesus, will you take care of me? Jesus, will you work this out for good? Jesus, will you be there? Jesus, are you gonna be enough? He responds to us the same way that he did in Matthew 8. I will. I will take care of you. I will work this out for good. I will be there. I am and will be enough. Christ is willing to display his compassionate heart for us every day. I hope this was a five minute blessing for you today. North and Young Adults, we love you. Go change your world.